all right we are back it's been a week or so and i am your driver royal jelly and we are in my jeep and i'm headed home after work and this is the jeep chronicles i wonder what number this is anyway it doesn't matter it's 18 i think uh <clears throat> If this is your first time joining us, I tend to uh, complain about my day or the goings-on of things as I drive home from work. It's uh, more of a therapy for me, um, and I just hope it's entertaining for you. So we'll just dive right in. Um, it's been a week, man. Like, and it's 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 one of those weeks where like personally is it's everything's going great everything's fucking tits but professionally at work it's been just fucking miserable and i don't want to sound uh, it's just when stupidity becomes so much and it, it's it's too much it's because of the so because of everything going on we have to have tables where they, they try to get as much of a six foot distance as possible. And I understand like you've got a five foot tall granny buying some stuff and it's gonna be hard for her to reach the counter with the table in between us. Like I get that that's gonna be difficult. And then the company got sneeze guards or like there's plexiglass in between us now with a little hole cut in the bottom. And the hole's not big enough for most of the things we sell. But the amount of people that come in today and they look at the setup and they're like, I don't know what to do. And then just put their items directly in front of themselves. And I just ended up getting real short with people. I'm like, you're gonna have to meet me halfway. You gotta put some forth some you gotta put forth some sort of effort. And they would just look at me, I was like, at least get it to the edge so I can scan it. I said, you still have to pay for it. And, it, but it, it just happened all day. Just people coming up being like, I don't know what to do. And then everybody's wearing a mask. We have to wear a mask, it's mandatory now. You know, I tried to fight it for a long time, but I lost. Um, we have to wear a mask. Sometimes the customers wear a mask. And when you're dealing with old people, they can't fucking hear. So I spend half the day repeating myself and yelling at old people. And then they start doing shit like, this one lady had a mask on and she's like, I can't hear you, and then takes her mask off. And I just, I, I had nothing to, I, all I could do was stare at her. But that has nothing to do with your hearing lady. Why did you just take your mask off? But I have been, able to enjoy some TV, started rewatching The Wire. And it's not, I think, it's not as hardcore, like, used to, I had a buddy, I have a buddy, Shane, loves Breaking Bad, loves it, says it's the best thing ever. And I used to be like, dude, you need to watch The Wire. But it's, from the decades apart that they were made, it was a different time, like, the wire is more subtle and strings you along and it builds as it goes. The Breaking Bad starts out pretty hot 
and then just continues to stay hot. You know, in my opinion, it stayed strong through most of the seasons. Um, but the wire is more of a build. And as it like, you really feel like you're a part of this squad. Um, but I've been watching the wire, really enjoyed that. I started watching, um, I, I need to finish Ozark. Um, sorry, there is mass stupidity on the interstate. I started watching season three of Ozark. Uh, can't do that. Which I'm liking this season. Honestly, I like it more than the, the previous two. Uh, and Ozark's a show, in my opinion, that you have to have a break in between because it, it's it's a little repetitive and it's a little, you know, droll. Like everybody talks about, or they think, man, I'd love to launder money for the mob or, you know, want to be a part of that mob lifestyle or the mafia or cartel. And this kind of just shows you that it's more of just creative bookkeeping and this kind of like math nerd who, how he gets it done, but you end up kind of being repetitive and it's, you know, just like House of Cards got real repetitive and I couldn't even finish it. And that was before Molester, Molester Kevin Spacey, all that information came out. But it was just, it was the same political shit over and over and over. And I'm like, I don't care. I really don't care anymore. Uh, but I did finish. I, I'm still, I finished and I'm still spreading the word of Tiger King. That was just enjoyable. Uh, people who said that it could, it, it was a little drawn out. I liked it being drawn out. Uh, to me, it was just how more insane can everything get and for those of you who don't know I've had my battles with alcohol and uh, so I can I can see it from an addict's perspective like the the sorry, the perception of an addict you see these guys on meth and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet, stop this and go see it. But I'm gonna continue in three, two, one. These guys' husbands are straight men, but they're doing gay stuff for presents and meth. And I enjoy me a good present, but if a guy's gonna buy me a truck, a $50,000 truck, I'm still gonna have a hard time playing with his weenie. But you put meth in the mix, and I've never done meth, and I'll never do meth because I'm afraid I will like meth a lot. And from judging this documentary, meth will make you gay. And most people are just like, they, they're just like, oh, how bad is that person's life? Or what kind of position are they in where they're gonna be gay for meth? But my perspective is how good is meth that you are willing to be gay so you can continue to get meth? And to me, that has to be really, really good meth. But can you imagine a drug where, like it makes you gay, but the high is so incredible 
that it could potentially be worth it depending on your personality like some people they don't they don't get off on being fucked up or they can control like just a buzz as good as just getting hammered for seven days straight and I'm a get hammered for seven days straight guy and just I want to squeeze every drop of fun out of every single minute of the day and I think gay meth might be uh like that might jeopardize my life <laughs> uh, I'm married with a child and then the next thing you know I'm just and I'm talking like it makes you like when remember in the family guy when Peter Griffin got turned gay and he was just over the top flaming homosexual gay like wearing tube tops and glitter and just being real feminine like that's what that's what makes you gay but the high that you're riding through the whole time and just when you start to come down you're just like wait I'm really not this gay and they're like do you want another hit and be like hells yeah and then you take another hit and boom you're gay again <laughs> Oh, but just picture your best friend, you come over there and he's just like, hey girl, and just wearing pink glitter and yum yum booty shorts. <laughs> Be like, oh my God, Shane's been dipping in the meth again. <laughs> and finding out what we've known about people being on amphetamines, like the kamikaze pilots and Hitler and JFK man those stories might be a, a little more different <laughs> if if JFK was taking the gay meth oh speaking of JFK I was listening to a podcast earlier and they were just they were talking about how JFK was he's an, an attractive man and I just don't see it. And I'm willing to concede, like back in my younger days, there's never been a time where I'd be like, oh, that dude, you know, he's he's bodied up. Or that guy's an attractive dude. I can see why girls all want to blow him. But I don't see it with JFK. In my opinion, there's never been like an attractive, sexy president. Like he's, I mean, there's that one picture where he's squinting, you know, Maybe it is inauguration or something, but he's squinting. He's all right. But when he looks at you like he's got the bug eyes and he's got the deep veins on, or creases on his head. And from rumors I hear, he was dipping into that gay meth. <laughs> no, but he was hooked on painkillers and amphetamine. Uh, he needed the amphetamine to get going because the painkillers were bringing him down, but he had a bad back. So he's taking painkillers to deal with the pain of his bad back. It's a vicious cycle, and that sucked for him. But I wouldn't say the man's a dime piece. And as far as first ladies is concerned, I think there's only one attractive one, and this is, I mean, it's Melania Trump. Just hands down, she wins the crown. She's walking away with the sash and the tiara and the bundle of roses, because everybody else is just a big ball of no. Mm -mm. But that's probably good. You don't want your country ran by a bunch of attractive people. I don't know. We should go to Sweden and see how they're doing. Because you're in Norway or all those places kind of jumble up in my mind. And no offense to them. I just don't. I don't care. To know the difference. I'm, I'm, I'll prefer to be ignorant in knowing 
the Scandinavian, not knowing the difference between the Scandinavian countries. Ought to be ignorant. Like I see people come in my store and you can just see it. You can look at them. And just by the way they walk, the way they put, they're put together, you can just tell, like, this person is ignorant. And I'm not talking, like... And maybe I'm, I'm lumping ignorant and dumb in together. But... You can just see it. And I talked about it at work today. Like, you just walk in and you just, you're like, Jesus Christ. And it's people that walk, how much is this? Well, it said right there on the shelf. Fuck. Is this on sale? Or did it say it was on sale? Or this didn't say it's on sale and it's ringing up on sale. Well, the world is a fucking imperfect place. And with everything going on right now, we better make sure that you get your goddamn sale price or non-sale price. And I know it's a petty thing to bitch about. But... And my life isn't really affected by the coronavirus right now. It's just not. I have to wear a mask at work. And other than a three-week stretch where sales were just off the chart good, it hasn't affected my life. And I, I feel bad for the people that it has, like the healthcare workers and like the people in New York and Washington and Detroit, where it's ravaging those communities, but it's not affecting my life. What is affecting my life is the plague of stupid people that come wandering in. Wandering in off the streets. And I'm like, look, I know McDonald's is hiring. Go get a job. Go get a job where you can't fuck up. And for some reason, I'm reminded of this guy named Jim who worked maintenance at Walmart. Lewis knows Jim real well. Jim walked like one of the zombies from the first Nazi zombie in Call of Duty. The guy that had the limp wrist and shook his head no as he walked. That was Jim. Jim had a big light bulb head and little beady eyes. I was not a fan of Jim. But Jim found a job that he couldn't fuck up and he did it until he came back with me, or until I was coming back to overnights, then he quit and got a job working at the courthouse cleaning toilets. And he didn't like that job so much and he tried to come back and get hired. And guess who wouldn't hire him? This guy. Because he, he was a toxic for the, for the culture of my overnight crew. He was kind of like the Toxic Avenger before he got became toxic. Toxic Avenger with a mop, maintenance man. And he kind of, if you just, if you smooth out Toxic Avenger and make him white, that's what Jim looked like. So yes, I do feel bad about complaining about idiots. And I, I get that not everybody has masks, but 
there's just there's zero fear there's zero respect for what is going on right now you should at least respect the virus like respect the fact and it's not like our cases are zero like today maybe the count cracked into the 30s which isn't a lot for a whole county I mean the county's the size of the United States depending on who you talk to like I'm not from here I'm from Mohawk I'm like what the fuck are you talking about like these people treat going into town and going to the store like it's a vacation like I get three weeks vacation a year and the those people they they get three trips in town in a year but we've got 30 cases so it's not like there's nobody sick around us but and then you come to a place that has a pharmacy and who 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 frequents the pharmacy but sick people I don't know I'm trying not to have dead air but I'm just I don't know I'm exhausted and I wish I had some fight left in me I don't know if I have any fight left like used to man I would fight I would argue I had opinions that's who needs to have a podcast was the 25 year old me who still had a little piss and vinegar left in him I don't know maybe I need to take a blue chew and just get some life back in pumped back in me but it's I don't know I still get pissed off but I don't want to do any change anything about it and that's pretty sad like I've got one I've got one movie idea left in me one and making a movie is something I've always wanted to do I've made shorts I've gotten into film festivals I've had uh, small documentaries released on DVD but I've got one movie left in me and I feel like I'm saving up all my fight for and in 52 weeks 51 weeks I'm going to sit down and I'm going to start writing that movie. And then hopefully I'll have it written out pretty soon and pretty quick. And then that way we can start filming come spring. So I'm hoping that's what I saved all my fight for. I don't know. I just, I feel like that character at the end of the second act who's just who's just done you know i feel like rocky in rocky 3 where he he he's overtrained he can't run on the beach anymore and he's just apollo just smoked him in a foot race and they haven't started playing the the rocky montage yet you know i need a i need a montage to kick in for the third act not of hopefully not for my life but just the third act of this portion of my life I wonder what song you'd play I used to walk around and put soundtracks in my head but I don't listen to music anymore I uh, I only listen to podcasts and I make podcasts and sometimes I listen to books I don't listen to music anymore so I lost I lost the soundtrack there's music at the on the radio at work so, 
I walk around to the heat is on at least once a day. I don't know if that means anything. It's a good song though. I mean, I could think of worse songs to have a soundtrack to to your day than The Heat Is On by Don Henley. The heat is on. Uh, those 80 songs, they can get you. They can get you motivated. Like a little, what was it, Beverly Hills Cop. That song was sick. Just all those good 80 montage songs. Maybe I should go home and watch Rocky. But, oh, 20 minutes, that's a decent long length of podcast for an unsponsored podcast. So, thanks for listening. Um, sorry I wasn't more motivated. Sorry for the dead air. But I record this on my phone and I upload it directly, so there's no way to edit it out. And for that, I apologize. Oh, maybe I'll look and see if there's an Audacity app. But that would probably eat up a lot of memory on my phone. But anyway, I hope you I hope you found something enjoyable, and um, I hope this sounds better. I actually got a new uh, uh, cover for the mic, um, so hopefully you're not picking up too much road noise. I'm trying to trying to figure out a way how to get that sound a little bit crisper. Uh, just hopefully make a better podcast for everybody. Um, if you're listening to this on, well, you're probably listening to this because you clicked on a link from Twitter. So check out the rest of the website, thehiddenpixel.com. Uh, go to iTunes, subscribe, like, leave us a positive review. Um, once we get open, up and running, we'll uh, start just picking a random person who left a review at random and. Uh, you know, they'll win a, a Hidden Pixel shirt or Jeep Chronicles shirt or something. So, yeah, if you want to holler back at me, bring up a topic. Uh, I'm at, at RobotNuts on Twitter. All right. Take it easy. <laughs>